Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to another Out of Spec podcast episode. You join me and Brandon and we are talking all about EVgo this episode. We're going to do a couple episodes on EVgo. I want to talk about their Renew program in a future episode Mm -hmm. where they're updating their network. But it almost seems like EVgo needs Renew for their brand new stations, which are already failing us. Just yesterday, I had a bad experience. Brandon, you've come across some really bad ones. So I kind of want to document what's going on with these new sites because they all seem to have a pretty much the same layout. Let's talk about the mm-hmm. layout, talk about the units, and talk about the problems we're finding. Yeah, I mean, I think the basic premise is that these sites, they have a single Delta 350 kilowatt dispenser, single cabinet. They can do two vehicles on that dispenser rather than the Signet sites that you have to have separate dispensers for each vehicle. So the Signet is a dual output dispenser. And then they typically have two of their 100 kilowatt city chargers that have both uh, Chatamo and CCS. And even though they can do simultaneous charging, they're typically set up in a way that they're only intended to do one output each. And some of these sites also have the built-in Tesla adapter side as well. Right. So um, just, yeah, let's talk about that Delta versus Signet situation first, because we have sites Mm -hmm. here in Denver that pretty much all Mm -hmm. of them are getting at least two 100 kilowatt city chargers the delta units i really like these mm-hmm. units by the way they they're pretty solid yeah dead silent in operation um i know you've seen some issues with them but i've, I've actually had to use them in backup scenarios and they've worked great they work well in the cold they have mm-hmm. just air-cooled cables which is perfect um it's a really mm-hmm. nice uh unit right there the thing is 200 amp cables they- which are actually appropriate for the application yeah, 200 amp cables aren't always bad, and we'll have a whole episode on that. But you know, having a, a 200 amp cable size to a 100 kilowatt branded charger, that's perfect. That's that's all yeah, you need. Yeah, it's fine. Yep. And so you know, I uh, use them from time to time when I have to. Unfortunately, I have mm-hmm. to. We have sites that then have the Signet 
chargers attached to them. And then the Delta, the Signets have off board, you know, sort of cabinet based style charging with dispensers, mm-hmm. you know, located. And typically there's four dispensers at these. So you get, mm-hmm. you know, you can charge four cars at once. Each uh, cabinet, two cabinets are, what am I trying to say? Each cabinet is linked to two dispensers in the Signet case. So you do load share when you park next to Well, I to think some. it's two cabinets typically. So it's two yeah. cabinets are linked to get a 350 yep. pool. And then you have two dispensers then attached to it. So it's right. essentially That's a one-to-one relationship. Yes, absolutely. And the thing is as well, there's typically four cabinets at a site, at yes. least here in Colorado. So we have... Yeah. Two two links. Two paired like, links. Yeah. Yes, that's the way to do it. It, it. Yeah, the way to describe it. Thank you. And um, you know, that's pretty complicated and clunky to install, actually. Lots um, to go wrong. Yep, a lot to go wrong for sure. So I've seen an increase of them preferring to use their Delta hardware, which is a 350 mm-hmm. kilowatt dispenser with just one cabinet off board. Mm-hmm. And that's and two a outputs nice. out of the same dispenser. Right, so you can basically put a dispenser between two parking spaces and you can charge two cars mm-hmm. at once. And they run the, the Huber-Schooner cables, the 500 amp, liquid mm-hmm. cooling, um, whole bit. These actually output 540 amps. That's why I like them. Yep. They'll just run yep. flat out at 540. And, um, you know, it's, it's a really nice unit. But uh, we're starting, mm-hmm. they, they started to install these, what, a year ago maybe? Is yeah, I first think Charlotte had one of the first in the country, as far as I can tell, uh, that was installed end of January, February of 2022. And we're now right about a year later and the entire site's down. (laughs) Right. And I'm noticing it here. So why don't you tell us what have you experienced in Charlotte with EVgo with these brand new sites? What's going on? Yeah. So there are two sites that have the same, essentially the same configuration of the single Delta dispenser 175 each or 351 output with the single cabinet, as we just discussed, and the two city units. So there's two of them in Charlotte. And one of them, as I mentioned, is about 11-ish months old. And one of them is about two months old. And over Christmas, I actually discovered that the two-month-old site was completely down. (laughs) At first, it was just the city units that were down. And the 350 kilowatt unit would actually show as available um, briefly. And then you would show up and it would actually have an error on the screen, which is different than I discovered at the other Charlotte site, which actually would let you activate it. So the, the Tuckasegi location, the first one, the two-month-old site, that one, it would show as available, but actually did have an error on the screen. So you couldn't even try to start charging. But the Carmel Common site, the 11-month-old site, that one, it would show as available, but you would try to use it and it would just try to connect and time out essentially the vehicle would time out the charger would actually never time out in my experience but it would seem to not recognize that it was plugged in as far as i could tell and it was down completely days before evgo marked the unit as unavailable even though they knew the other two city units were unavailable and marked them as such so i saw multiple people in my two times there in the past two days that showed up expecting to be able to charge. I saw a Polestar. I saw an even EQE SUV uh, manufacturer car. I saw ID4. I saw Lightning. I saw all these different vehicles all showing up expecting to be able to charge. And you can just see the despair in their face. And I tell them, sorry, none of them are working. And they just have to figure it out. And luckily, there are other options in Charlotte. But it, you should be able to ex- show up to a site that shows is available 
and be able to charge, even if it's degraded, at least you can charge. And that's the big point is that, okay, we understand sites go down. Sites will go down. If you post it- It's not a matter of if, if it's a matter of when. Right. It's you got to post it on PlugShare. You got to put it on your app. You got to send the signal to all the cars that are paying for your backend mm -hmm. data. They're just not come here. And you know what? You got screens on your chargers. List all the other nearby chargers someone could go to. There's That's a, a great idea. Things great idea. you can do to, to help the EV driver. EVgo claims to be the most driver centric, fast charging uh, company. I'm failing to see that. Truly, yeah, um, yeah. unless you're driver centric around me, because I can shoot them a text message because I know the people <laughs> there. And I'm like, guys, your plug scores a one point something here. A million people haven't checked in. Here's a link to Brandon's tweet. What the hell? And they're like, oh, my God, <laughs> offline immediately. Tech dispatch. I'm like, why do I have to do that? <laughs> like you are not their operations manager of sorts, but you're essentially acting as one. And the it's most crazy. aggravating part is that. People were posting on PlugShare that this entire site is down, in addition to rate your charge. And EVgo is responding to people on PlugShare, so they know it's down. There's not even like a lack of information flow or no one tried to charge there, so they just assume, oh, it shows it's available. We just don't have any sessions. But that also should raise some red flags at an otherwise normally busy site. Right. And so I had the same experience here in Colorado just the other day. I ran the EQS in our hogback challenge and I was going mm -hmm. to try and stretch it to the last possible 350 kilowatt charger on my way back to Fort Collins. A, I wanted to see mm -hmm. how the EQS would charge, if preconditioning would work. So I loaded in an EVgo 350 kilowatt site. Didn't think anything about it because I used it two weeks ago to Delta site, brand new, mm -hmm. beautiful site and uh, roll up perfect. there. Yeah. And everything's online. Like it looks good. Yeah. I should have checked plug share, which I didn't, but I went to the charger and there was a mechanical issue with, or a physical issue with the handles, the Huber Sooner okay. cables. They wouldn't engage and latch. I could get it in. Hmm. I know it had its proximity signal going because the car would make some noises, but I, but as soon as it tried to latch and lock the cable in, it wouldn't do it. And it uh, hmm. wouldn't do it for both sides of the charger. Uh, now, that's no issue with the car because every other CCS handles worked great. So I loaded up PlugShare and everyone else was like, we can't get the fast charger to latch in our car. So um, mm -hmm. it also threw up a warning on the charger, which I'm going to try and pull up, which I've never seen before. And it's error 014004. It says dispenser protection alarm. Please unplug charger gun. And so the, the oh. charger knew it was being plugged into something. It knew that it yeah. wasn't latching properly and it wanted you to try again. Meanwhile, through the last two weeks that this has been an issue, uh, EVgo has been responding on PlugShare. They own PlugShare. They know that this is an issue and the charger still marked as online, totally unusable. So then I was like, oh crap. Like I was late for a meeting and I'm like, I'm, I'm full EQS mode, late for a meeting, need to get a little bit of juice. And I was just going to get home at 0% state of charge because I just had to get to this thing. And so then I'm just stuck yeah. on a 100 kilowatt Delta unit after fiddling around with the 350 because I, I could not go anywhere else. I had no more range. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I was just like, this is crazy. All the info's here. So, of course, I sent a picture. First of all, I tweeted about it on Rate Your Charge. I always, I love write your charge. It's so great. We get all the data. So that's my first step. And then I'm like, yep. well, EVgo is not responding to anyone on, uh, you know, drivers. So let me just call some friends over there. 
So I, I sent some texts over within five minutes, the station was marked as offline and a tech was being sent on an ASAP visit. This is the crazy part. As much as I appreciate having that direct connection to them and you shouldn't um, need it. I, I shouldn't need it. And I shouldn't like, I'm not the guy to do this. Like you have all the data. Yeah. And I told them this too. I'm like, guys, look, like, I understand that that I make YouTube videos and you want to, you know, obviously they're just friends of mine. Like they're really cool. The people that I text are like, oh, this sucks. What's going on? They're trying to do better inside the company. Um, yes. But how is it that EVgo has been around for nine, 10 years, something like this now? Mm-hmm. And they still you don't know. The first. They, they don't know how to mark a charger offline when users say it doesn't work. <laughs> that should be like one of the first processes that you develop is. What happens when it's reported that there's an issue? How do we handle that? And how do we essentially check it? Because if you have, if you have one report that something's wrong, it could just be that someone's not an experienced user and they're doing something wrong. That is entirely possible. But if you have multiple reports from multiple drivers with multiple different kinds of EVs, that should be setting off all sorts of alarms or even just basing it on the plug score. As broken as the plug score system is, if enough people mark a site as unable to charge, it drops that score pretty quickly. And anything below a five should be setting off emails to like the entire company, basically. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, I don't think they realize how big of a deal this is. And, you know, in the eyes of the plug score, technically the site's a 10 out of 10. But <laughs> our users, you know, we've really changed the way people are using PlugShare. Yeah based off of some videos, I can go in. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how half the people are that are on there. I know some of the drivers, right? We, you start to get mm-hmm. to know everyone who drives an EVA around. Um, but there's like some people that are like, tried connector A, bad. Tried connector B, bad. I'm like, yes, <laughs> these are the people. <laughs> they're watching and they're yeah. learning. But then PlugShare is combining those. Right, but they didn't on this one. And so okay. this was really great to see like, okay, based off of our coverage, we drove this score into the ground. Um, but it didn't actually make a difference. It took me having to call someone or text someone. Yeah. And so that's just frustrating. So, so you've experienced these two issues with the brand new mm-hmm. ego sites with yep. the small charger and the big charger. My understanding was there was some input power issue to one of the sites is sort of the rumor okay. that I've heard. Um, but then they were able Seems to, possible. then they were able to fix it relatively quickly after we brought it to their chin. So what do you think is going on here, Brandon? I mean, it could be, again, a connection issue potentially that sometimes you have to retorque these connections after the initial installation, and maybe that didn't happen. Yeah, especially that kind of power level. You know, I heard maybe input, input voltage on line one was really low, is what yeah. I heard for one of the sites. And I don't know if I should share that or not, but I am. And, you know, I was just mm-hmm. like, how, how do you not know that like five seconds after it happens? That should, yeah, that should be setting off errors and taking the site off or at least showing it as unavailable or maybe doing kind of the shadow offline mode that we experienced in Florida yep. where the site is so degraded that they marked it as unavailable. But if you showed up and you had like an EVgo card or you used a credit card, you could still charge, but it was just slow. That's the perfect solution is like yeah. trying to deter everyone from going to the locations that don't work, but also try to support them if they happen to go there. Yeah, if they show up, you can then still charge. It's not great, but it's an option. And that also will give you the data because you know people will show up regardless because it's on PlugShare, it's on the apps, it's built in the cars. Most users are not checking this. Yeah, most people are not checking the status before they go to a station 
especially if it's their local charger of sorts that they're just using for their normal driving. Right. They just go there. But then if you see people showing up and using it and everything appears normal, you can maybe restore it back to full status. And maybe it was a false alarm, a temporary problem. Who knows? Like, you maybe don't need to roll a truck. But the first step should be putting these stations offline to stop people from going to them and relying on them. Right. Totally agree. And with forced uptime requirements, especially coming with a lot of this NEVI funding and and other situations, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's going to only happen more. These charging companies are going to be so resistive to taking chargers offline because it penalizes them. And so that's why I'm not actually a fan of this uptime reporting requirement. It's just going to game the system. It's people are just going to gain the system and the same people who lose every time, the EV drivers are just going to keep getting in bad situations. Yeah. And I mean, it all comes down to these EV drivers that are making these decisions and it shows. Yep. It's just madness. More, yeah. More EV drivers involved with charging. Um, I'll talk a little bit about XL Energy and my experience mm-hmm. with them in a future podcast. But ultimately, you know, we're seeing brand new EV Go sites. We've seen mm-hmm. brand new Electrify America sites fail. We've seen brand yeah. new ChargePoint sites fail. Um, maybe we should stop. And maybe we should mm-hmm. just get power run to sites because that takes forever. And yeah. maybe we should like just make sure everything works. Or think about building more resiliency in your charge, charging deployment. You mm-hmm. know, even a small battery buffer or something can really eliminate a lot of input power problems from the grid. Yes, yes. your costs go up but the EV driver experience goes up as well. And uh, I think, you know, a lot of these charging companies just don't know what the heck is going on here. They're just buying hardware and trying to slap it in the ground. And it obviously isn't working. No, I mean, you look at Tesla even, and you look at the input voltage that they can accept, and it's roughly 380 volts to like 480 volts. So they can have a pretty degraded grid connection. I mean, the actual intent is that they can use the same hardware around the world. Yes. But they can have a very degraded grid connection, and it's just going to derate the site versus taking it down completely because the hardware can handle it. Yep. I mean, Tesla just gets it, right? Very rarely do you roll up and you see a version 3 supercharger offline. Mm -hmm. Uh, Early days, they had some software bugs. That's all been fixed. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen a version 3 completely offline. So. Those, yep. were, those issues were only for like a month or two anyway. And it, it was, was just, when they had single yeah. digit number of sites. It was a non-issue essentially. Right. It was just when, uh, you know, North Dakota had some of the first version three superchargers and we would yeah. roll up and they would only have a bank of four on and the other bank was mm-hmm. off. And it must have been some software coding. Who knows? But either way, um, EVgo really, I mean, look, I like the people at EVgo. I, I truly believe EVgo actually wants to make a better charging experience. I'm not convinced about their main competitor, Electrify America. They <laughs> seem to not care, truly. Yeah, but EVgo, EVgo seems to have a lot of people that genuinely care and are actually pretty involved in the EV world. And they're kind of going to battle against some of their coworkers to an extent to yes. get things right. And, but, but it shouldn't be that way. It's just, a, it's, they no. just need like a reliability top. And like, if reliability isn't top, communicate to the driver as soon as there's a problem. So I hope that these videos make some sort of difference. I know people yep. at EVgo will be watching, appreciate you guys watching and uh, you have to yes. do better. You cannot send drivers to sites that aren't marked as offline, uh, or I should say that are offline that aren't marked as offline. And, um, 
you know, I, I want to stop texting you about it. I'd like you to find the problem before we do. That would be so nice. So and the data is there. Just use the data. Yep. Just use the data. Anyway, thanks for watching another out of spec podcast episode. We have plenty more on charging topics to get into forever. It seems like so uh, keep liking, keep subscribing, keep watching, and we'll see you on another one soon. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.